If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on atozen.fm. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Christine McIver, and today we are talking about increasing your money flows by doing what you love with amazing guest, Simone Millicis. It is February the 5th, 2014 in Canada, and where Simone is is in Australia. It is February the 6th, so how does it get any better than that? We're already into the future, and what are what we're going to create today? I would like to be your possibilities coach. Working together, we will co-create the living and loving you desire with all the possibilities available in the universe. I am a certified facilitator with Access Consciousness, an Access Bars facilitator, possibilities coach, radio show host, and oh so much more. My programs assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Are you ready to claim what you desire? Connect with me to learn more. I do charge for this, but the first five minutes are always free. So ask yourself, what are you ready for now, and what mystery would you like to unravel? So today's show, Increase Your Money Flows by Doing What You Love. Have you been limiting your money flows by doing from necessity and having no fun? What if you were able to create more of by doing what you love? What if that looks totally different to what you imagined? My wonderful guest, Simone Millicis, I'm going to read you her amazing bio and then I'm so excited to bring her in. Simone Millicis is a director of multiple companies and the worldwide coordinator of Access Consciousness. She, a business, she is a business mentor and specializes in enabling business owners to create businesses which operate from the joy of business. She presents her joy of business programs internationally and online at www.accessjoyofbusiness.com. Simone founded and operated many businesses from a young age and has always done business differently. When she met Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness, she was $187,000 in debt, mostly from having a really good time. How's it getting over in that? Working closely with Gary Douglas and his co-creator, Dr. Dane here. Simone has access to a set of dynamic business tools which are effective and often very different to mainstream business approaches. Her approach to money has changed dramatically, too. The difference Simone brings to business is her willingness to constantly ask questions, look at things differently, contribute to those she works with, and continually make new choices. In her own words, business is one of the areas in life where I am constantly asking questions and never assume that I have the answer. I am always willing to have things show up differently and change whatever isn't working. That, to me, is the adventure of joy that business can be. Wow. Welcome, Simone. I'm so happy to have you with us today. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Woohoo! 
So, what what can we create today in expanding people's awareness around money and business? Exactly. Well, I don't know. Where do we want to start? I mean, some of the things that you mentioned in the um, the bio, etc., is one of the things I heard you say is people make money a necessity in the description, and it's like it's. I mean, it's interesting. I was just talking to someone this morning, and they they like they they're a bit quiet in their business at the moment. The last two weeks have been you know quiet, and they've started to judge themselves and go to the wrongness. And I was like, hey, what if you looked at this in a different way, like? And you've got to be willing to have a look at, you know, um, uh, what's yours and then, like that tool of who does this belong to because it's it's February. It's like people have just gone through Christmas. I mean, I don't know about in, in, in Canada, but in Australia it's like it's hot. It's summer. It's Christmas. They've just had two months of holidays. So everyone's back at school now and it's like the energy is, oh, my gosh, I don't have much money. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. now I'm back at work and it's like, where am I going to get the money from to do this? It's definitely around and it's like, what if it wasn't yours? And she was like, oh. She said, so I've had hardly any clients coming in. And I said, so ask what your business said. So she started to go to the place of, oh, my business is not working. And she said, I'm willing to lose it. I'm willing to lose it, which is one of the tools we talk about in Access Consciousness, the willing to lose your business. But I said, yeah, you, there's a difference between the willingness to lose it and driving away. And she's like, oh, I think I'm pushing it away. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a relationship. It's like, hey, it's a choice every day. Your business is a choice every day, just like your relationship. And what if you could choose it and you're willing for it to go away? Because if you're willing for it to go away, it's like it allows you so much more space to create and to have way more awareness. That she was functioning from, yeah, yeah, it can go, it can go, it can go, I don't need it. And it's like, that energy is going to create a separation and drive you away from your business. So I said, okay, what could you create this month that could create a clientele? And we went through a whole bunch of stuff of like, you know, she's got, um, she's a bars facilitator, access bars facilitator. So she does these hands-on process bars. She's mm-hmm. also a massage therapist. And I was like, why don't you do for the month February only, hey, use Valentine's Day. It's like, use this reality to your advantage. <laughs> it's like, you know, offer some sort of package where it's like bars and a massage. So you're introducing your bars clients to massage and introducing your massage clients to bars. And it's like, you know, it's not like a lesson. It's like each day, each week is different. It's like, you know, and then come December, it's like, you know, people are making lots of money, people are buying lots of stuff, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's working, it's working, which is an answer and which is a conclusion. And then it comes to a time Mm. like this, you go, oh, my God, my business isn't working anymore. No, it's just different. It's just change. So the one tool I would love to give everyone too is not to make your business a necessity, not to do uh, your business by um, you know being necessary or making money a necessity. It's like what if it was all a choice? Like that money is a choice. Business is a choice. It's like, or are you making it a necessity? It's so much more fun if you're willing to play with money and you're willing to make it, you know, a choice. It's like money loves money. It's like money likes to play with money. Okay, that's that's really interesting. So can we just go back for just a second and then I think it ties to this. So you you talked about the energy of money and the energy of no money. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that a little bit more for our, our listeners that are, are brand new to um, Access and the Access tools? Sure. So, um, okay, so what if there was no difference when you have, like, you're having the money come in, right? Yes. And then 
you're having a moment where there's no money coming in. It's like if you calibrate your success of your business based on the amount of money you get each week, are you going to conclusion? Yes. And what I would prefer is that go to question. It's like, okay, this was a great week. How does it get any better than this? Okay, the next week might not be as good monetarily, but what else does the business require? Like mm. I spoke about with this person this morning, a whole bunch of things, like I said, she could do towards marketing. So what if there's those times? I mean, okay, so if you look at your business like a relationship, it's like every day is not the same in a relationship. And it's like every day is not date night, you know. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's but it's like, you know what I mean? It's like there's different things that occur. Sometimes you need a bit of space. So you take the space. And okay. it's like just because your, your business didn't bring in X amount of money today as it did yesterday, it's not failing. It's not wrong. And what happens is when you go to the conclusion and you go to the answer that it's not working and people are so quick to go to that place of like either, oh, it's lucky that I had a good week, not actually acknowledging that you created it, or they go to, oh, the business is not working, it's failing. It's like you kill all future possibilities. Because at that moment, maybe the business requires something else. So ask a question and ask the business to assist you. It's like, all right, business, project, whatever it is that you're working on, it's like, you know, what, what could we institute today that could make us more money? And it's like, where would you like to be? Who would you like to talk to? It's like, show me what you'd like. Show me what I could institute that would expand you. Right. So since I've been doing Access Consciousness since about, you know, a year ago, I started to destroy and uncreate my business. I started to destroy and uncreate my relationship to my business. And it started to shift. And initially, I did what you're talking about, is I started to go into conclusion. Yeah. Right? Because I, I would destroy and uncreate, and then go, I would be kind of, quote-unquote, watching what was happening, and went mm -hmm. into conclusion and didn't follow up with going into question exactly and it's like i mean that's the thing it's like even when something is going fantastic still ask more questions and it's like and then when things are going not so what you've decided is not so great you have to ask questions because conclusion will always cut off the energy of what else can show up right i mean if you look at even if you look at money okay so it's like you know, I mean, I, God, I remember my first job and it's like I was making sandwiches in a sandwich shop and I think I was making like 200 or $250 a week and I remember looking at that money going, oh my gosh, this is so much money. What am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I could try and live on $250 a week now, but at that moment, it was so much money for me. Now, if I went to the conclusion of like, oh my gosh, $250 is so much money, what am I going to do with that? I, you know, couldn't possibly need more money then do you actually invite more money into your life? It's no. like recently, recently I, um, I, I mean, I earn, I, you know, I create some really great money and I realized that I was comfortable with the amount of money that I was earning and I didn't think that I, quote unquote, needed any more. And I'm like, oh, hang on a second. If I've got a business, <laughs> business and I'm the worldwide coordinator of access clients and I've decided that I don't need any more money, are those businesses going to grow? No. No. So I I asked myself questions and was like, okay, what if my income doubled? And everything that that is, destroy and uncreate it, which is the access consciousness clearance statement, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all names, short stories and beyond. Now what if your income quadrupled? 
if there's an energy that comes up for each one you do, and play with this at home. It's like, okay, so what if I made 10 times the amount of money that I'm making this year? It's like, there's a whole set of judgments that you decide will come with that, whether it's from you or other people, or, you know, you'd be separated, you don't need that much, that would be greedy. There's all these insane points of view that we have. And the thing is, it's like, it's the insane points of view that lock us up. So if we broke everything out with our logical mind, we'd have everything that we ever desired. And it's the insane points of view that lock you up. And so many people have crazy, insane points of view around money. And it's like, it's just money. What if you could have it every day? What if it could just flow in and out of your life? Mm-hmm. So everything it doesn't allow you to have no judgments of money where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. And what would you have to do or be today that would change your reality around money right away? Hmm. Like, what do you? What would you have to? There's always there's something that you could you know create too to blow even your paradigm. Right. It's like you know if you if you say you always go out to lunch with a friend and they've got way more money than you and they you know so the idea is that they're supposed to buy lunch or you split it. If you bought them lunch, what if you had a generosity of spirit with money? that hadn't existed in your world before and actually created more. Because you're not alone, and so many people think that you're alone, okay? You're not alone, mm-hmm. you've got a whole friggin' universe out there. <laughs> so it's like, if you ask for stuff to show up, you know, sometimes the universe has to sort of rearrange things and change things around right. to, to receive it. And it's like, you know, if you're, if you're functioning from this generosity of spirit with money, if you have the point of view that money can come, that it can show up like that, show me the money. And it's like, and guess what? It probably will. Right. And if you're open to receiving a whole bunch of ideas, like if things come up, possibly show up, it's like, and you're like, yeah, I'll give that a go. So be willing to do whatever it takes to have more money in your life. That's brilliant. We yeah. are going to go to a quick break, and we're going to come back and absolutely get into more and more of this because I, I love it, and I know our listeners do. If you'd like to connect with Simone and ask her a question live on the radio, you can call in from the U.S. at 815-880-8255. If you're listening in Canada, call 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at a the number 2 zenfm And you can also jump over to my Facebook page on Inspired Choices and post a question there. So if you will hold on, we will be right back after a short commercial with Simone Millicis and Joy of Business. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. 
When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with our special guest, Simone Millicis, and we're talking about increasing your money flows by doing what you love. Okay, so we are on break. I had two questions popped in my head, Simone. First of all, I'd love to know a little bit more about how you moved out of $187,000 in debt. What were some of the magic tools that you used? Yep. And let's talk more about doing what you love and the judgments that people have around doing what you love and making money. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the first thing is the when I was $187,000 in debt, and it's like, like I said before, it's like it's the insane points of view that lock you up. And I literally went to you know these classes with um with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, and Dr. Dane here, who's the co-founder. I think it's three money classes that they did and I listened to them talk about all this stuff and give these tools out. And literally I, I, I remember sitting there thinking it's like, okay, blah, 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 you know, that's for everybody else, it's not for me, you know, yeah, oh, this tool again, yeah. And the third time I sat there and thought, oh, all right, what's the worst thing that could happen here if I actually put some of these tools into, you know, into, into working for me? So I didn't tell anyone. Because it's the same thing when they gave up cigarettes. I was like, when I tried to do it by telling everyone, it never got anywhere because everyone had these points of view. So I just gave up smoking cultivated one day and never smoked again. So the same thing with money. I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just going to start using these tools and see what happens. What's the worst thing that could happen? And I got myself into debt by, I mean, I was, I was just amazing at getting loans or getting, you know, anything from anywhere. I would always, I thought it was, you know, too much and then being in debt. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. I always had fun. I've always had fun and I've never thought that it wouldn't show up. But that is something that's different about me. So, but there's a couple of things that I did which really changed the energy around money for me. And one of them was putting 10% of my earnings away. So, and it's a tool that Gary and Dane talk about. They've actually got a book out called Money Isn't the Problem You Are, which I think is a fantastic title. And all the tools that I use are actually in that book. So it's Money Isn't the Problem You Are, which I'm sure you can get to 15. So it's um, 10%. So every single dollar you earn, you put 10% away. So 10 cents. Every $100, you put $10 away. Do what works for you. Like I used to have it all in a bank account. For me... I like to see it grow in the bank account. Like, and I, you know, log on and I watch it grow and, you know, <laughs> and it's like now, it's like everybody has this sort of, uh, a certain amount of money that once they have that as a 10%, there's like a piece that you get around money. Like, I, I remember at one stage I was living with my brother and I wanted to move out and I, I, where I wanted to, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. 
But I had enough in my 10% account to last for three, four months without working a day. So I was like, mm. oh, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen is I could use that. And it was interesting. This week I moved out. I made all this money and I was like, oh, that was easy. So it's like, <laughs> there's this like, sense of like you have money. It's not like a, a lack of money. So that, that's definitely what it created for me. Now, a lot of your listeners, and I know that this is what I always people go, but I've got all these bills to pay. I have to pay the bills first. And it's like, no, please don't. Please honor you. And it's like, even if you give it a go for three months, you think I'm crazy, you think Chris is crazy, <laughs> give it a go for three months and see what shows up, okay? At the end of three months, if your money flows have not increased, then don't do it. Choice creates awareness, okay? It's about becoming more aware of your money flows. So if you're willing to pay your bills first and not the 10% to you, what is the universe here? That you're honoring your bills or honoring you? Hmm. It hears that you're owning your bills and you'll have more bills to show up. So what if it wasn't about that? And I even rang people, Christine. I had, um, you know, at the time I had this business and I, I, I had uh, called Good Vibes for you and I had suppliers that I owed a lot of money to. One of them was $35,000. And I rang him and I was like, hey, you know what? I don't have the money right now. I'm going to do whatever I can to get it to you. But this is, you know, this is what's happening. And he was so great. So he, was, he and his wife were like, hey, can we take you out to dinner? And I was like, Sure. And I was like, I owe you $35,000 and you want to take me out to dinner? And they're like, oh, sorry, we think you're wonderful. We think you're great. We know you'll get it. And I did. But I also put 10% away of everything I earned from me first. So hmm. that's the first tool. The second one that worked really well for me was um, carrying a certain amount of money around with me that I perceived a wealthy person would carry. And I still got it. I've got a little purse and I travel around the world a lot. So I've got five or six different currencies in there that equal up to about $1,000. Then I have a gold, an ounce of gold in there as well. So and I carry that around with me at all times and I don't spend it. And the thing is with that as well, it creates an energy that you have money and you're right. aware of it. So that was another one of the tools that really, really worked for me. And another tool that I used to do too, and I love this one, is at the end of each day, I would destroy and uncreate everywhere that I had uninvited money because we're so quick to invite money into our life. Like we talk about it, you know, oh, if I had more money, this would happen. And people think that, you know, when money shows up, they're going to be happy. It's like, guess what, guys? You just choose happiness. It's <laughs> just a choice. Choose happiness. So, you know, you ask for more money to show up. You ask for your business increase. You do all this. And then it just takes that moment where you know, of unconsciousness or anti-consciousness where you're like, oh, this is not going to work. Well, guess what? You've just destroyed all the future possibilities. At the end of every night before I went to bed, I would destroy and uncreate everywhere that I had uninvited money in mm -hmm. my life and use the access clearing statement, everything at that is, times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So it's just changing the energy of where you have uninvited money. And I, I really love what you said about the, the three-month challenge. Like, if you're already hundreds, thousands, whatever, any amount of money in debt or behind on bills, three months is not really going to make it or break, is not really going to break you any farther than yes. you've probably already been broken. Exactly. And it can and actually change your world infinitively. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Well, you know, Christine, when I, I mean, I, I was that much in debt and I had just met Gary Douglas um, from Access and he was doing a business class in San Francisco, which sort of brings me to the thing about, you know, choosing to do what you love. 
And my dad, who was my accountant at the time, I said to him, you know what, I really want to go to San Francisco and, and do this business that Gary Douglas is doing. I, I really feel like this is something that I'm interested in. And my dad, who's my accountant, so he knows that I'm $187,000 in debt. He looked at me, he was Lithuanian, he was such a sweet, kind man, and he's like, ah, Simon. And he's like, why don't you go over? He said, what, it'll cost you another $10,000. And he said, and you will find out if this is really what you want to do with your life. And I flew over, went to the class, sat in the front row just going, oh my gosh, this is everything that I knew that I used to create, you know, like the tools that Access had. And so it cost another $10,000. So you know what? I was willing to choose that because I was following what brought me joy. And from that, it changed my whole entire life and probably changed a whole lot of other people's lives too. Like if I had gone to the point of like, oh, I don't have the money, so I can't do any of this, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Instead, I chose not making money the like a necessity about it. It was like, okay, so I mean, I borrowed more money. So it was like, all right, like you said, it's like, what's the worst thing can happen? You're already that much in debt. All right. right, another 10 grand to actually see if this is what you could create. Right. And by choosing those tools, I actually got out of debt in a very quick time. I... I uh, started receiving money from odd places. Like, you know, I mean, how many people have the point of view that you can only receive money from your job? Yes. You know, and it's like, what if you there was a way for you to sleep? So and what if there was more revenue streams that you created? More revenue streams. And what about receiving money from others without uh, going into the conclusion that there's an obligation there then? Yeah. Okay. So that's a good one. And please practice that. It's like even if you're going, you know, if you're going out for a glass of wine with a friend or something like that, how many times does someone go, oh, I've got it, like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it for you, and you go, no, 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 it's okay, I'll get it, or no, no, it's okay, I'll, I'll pay for mine. Yes. It's like you just refuse to receive. Yes. So what if you practice? The next time someone wants to buy you lunch, dinner, breakfast, glass of wine, Coke, whatever it is, go, oh, that'd be great, thank you. And Simone, I read that in your book, by the way. You must get Simone's book. You can get it both in hardcover or in, a, in the actual book, or you can get it in an audio. I like to have both because I go to bed with Simone every night. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved that part because when I read that in your book, I had a like, oh my goodness moment. Because I'd been doing that all the time, thinking that I, you know, needed to pay my way. I needed to, you know, it needed to be significant, all of this. And I started to practice receiving, even if that starts out being heavy for you, I started to practice receiving compliments without going, oh, this is old or it's somebody else's or, oh, I've had it forever or really I don't think it's great. I would just say thank you. And even starting to receive the compliments and then I started stepping into, people have started to offer, uh, let me take you out for dinner, why don't we do this? I'm like, thank you. And, you know, at first it was like, a, oh, I'm uncomfortable, but I was willing to get uncomfortable to move through it. And now it makes me laugh how easy it's been. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. Like, you're right. It's like, I mean, you saying that you made it significant. It's like people make it so significant. And it's it's not. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's like, I mean, how much do you like buying lunch for someone? I like, love, I love it when I, Yeah. So why would you refuse somebody else to give that to them? Yes. 
Exactly. I've often said that to my clients is when when you don't allow someone to give to you, you actually take that honor away from them to be kind. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if we're always refusing, we don't get somebody else to get the nice feeling of being able to give to someone. And it doesn't have to be around money, but it it should exclude money. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. One of the big tools of access consciousness that I'd love you to talk about because I really do think it ties in with the doing what you love is that the universe has got our back. Can you talk about that? Sure. So there's um let me use as an example, which I've also got in my book and you know, Gary talks about it. I love it. Is if you haven't seen it, there's an old movie called um Aunt Mame. And uh, Gary actually made me watch it because it's like this extravagant aunt and that's what I was with my neck. But there's a line in the book that is brilliant that she says, the universe is a banquet and people are starving to death. And that's the thing. It's like the universe has so much to offer us and yet you're refusing it. So a little bit like what I was talking about before too, the second you go to conclusion, you answer, you cut off what the universe is willing to offer. And it's like, I mean, you have to look at the look at the flowers or you're in the snow, so look at the trees peeking out of the snow. <laughs> I'm across the road from the beach. <laughs> so like, I'm looking look at, at snow piles. <laughs> yeah, wherever you are, look at nature and it's like, does it just does it have a point of view? Does it have a judgment of what it receives or does it just receive it? I mean, even like the um you know, I'm across the road from the beach and it's like, you know, we just had a king tide here, which get so washed up and washed over and it's so funny because all the people have a point of view oh my gosh the king tide is rolling out of banks and it's like the earth doesn't have a point of view the earth is just like oh, my banks are changing <laughs> it's like it's a king tide and it's like so but what if we were willing to do that because we ask for something to show up the universe shows us and it never shows up the way you think it's going to show up and we refuse it because it doesn't show up that way the universe literally has our back and what you've got to be willing to do is not be the control freak that so many of us are. <laughs> Let go of control. It's like a great process to run too. Is what would happen if you were out of control, out of definition, out of limitation, out of concentricities, out of form, structure, and significance? Your money flows with business, with your life. Add whatever it is in there that you want. And everything that that is times a godzillion, which is a number only God knows. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Because if you're willing to be more out of control and push the barriers down, so it's like right now, mm. it's like if you get, have a, just a moment and it's like push all the barriers down that you have, all the barriers that you've created, whether it's between you and your kids, like your husband, wife, family, business workers, like there's all, you know, there's usually someone who's in your life, as soon as you see them, you go, and you build up all these barriers. Maybe mm-hmm. because it's something that they do that annoys you or whatever. And it's like if you push the barriers down and keep pushing them down and just have a moment, even if you have to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom and go, okay, you know what? I'm pushing all these barriers down. And I'm going to receive every single thing that this person is willing to offer, everything that the universe is willing to offer. And it is going to show up different. Like I did a session yesterday with a lady and she, um, she's very funny. She owns quite a successful business and she's looking at hiring somebody else but she's like, this person showed up and I think she'd be great, but I'm not ready. I want to do it next month. Like, I'm not ready. I've got to get all this stuff. And it was so funny because she's a control freak. 
And I was like, so what if the universe was gifting you this now? And it's like, have a look at the choice you're making. And it's like, where will your business be in five years' time if you choose this? And where will your business be in five years' time if you don't choose it? She's like, oh. I'm like, yeah. But what is what would it look like if you were out of control and you're willing to receive the gifts that the universe is actually willing to offer you? Mm-hmm. So, Mon, you went through a lot of different businesses. You've had many, many different businesses in, in your lifetime this time around so far. Tell us um, how that has all... A lot of people go into a lot of conclusion, they go into a lot of judgment around themselves when something ends and they have to go to do something else. Uh, yours didn't quite go that way. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I, yeah, I've been involved in quite a few different businesses and there have been lots of different industries as well, which has been so much fun for me. I mean, even when I first uh, left school, it's like, you know, everyone going and getting this job that they were heading towards and they were going to you know, work at this for the next 10 years, it was like, ah, it's like I did so many different things and throughout that became involved in different businesses that was a director or ended up owning it, etc. And again, you've got to be willing to let go of it. It's like I had um, one of the major businesses that I owned was Good Vibes for You and it's funny, even um, two days ago I was at a friend's place and she had a bunch of our old stocks. And she went, I just love this business. I love the logo. I love everything about it. I can't believe it went. And I went, well, still own the trademark if anyone wants to buy it. <laughs> I was going to let go of it. And the thing was, the crazy thing was, I actually kept that business longer than I should have because of everybody's points of view. It's a great logo. It's good vibes for you. We did stickers, magnets, T-shirts. We did, you know, biodegradable bottled water, all this sort of stuff. It was like, it was really popular. It was a very happy sort of, you know, business and it's like everyone loved it but I, I'd already left it I wasn't really that involved in it anymore because I was so involved with access and it's like right. so I was like eh. so I could have sold it um, you know I cl- ended up closing it down which also meant that I had to uh, work out a deal with some of our investors so mm-hmm. but you know what if I had kept on to it it would have been like this tight strangling around my neck and it's like how many of you keep hold of a business because you started it you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like, that's like being in a relationship and you have to be with that person for the rest of your life because you chose to be with them at the beginning. No. It can, it can, a great relationship can last a year. A great relationship can last a, a lifetime or 20 years or 10 years or one month. Same as a business. And and what about the what about the identity? You know how we um, we're in a marriage. We we say this is who I am, which is a connection. It's an identity that we now put on. We do the same thing with our businesses. Is is we identify ourselves as the business, and and how that locks us down as well in in not allowing the business to go in the direction it wants to go or wherever we want to go. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I yeah I did that for a while. I remember in Sydney one day, I was written in my book that I uh, these kids walked past and they went, oh, there's the good vibes lady. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm known as the good vibes lady. Like, who's Tamari Millis's? And at one point, I wasn't sure I could let the business grow because I didn't know who I was going to be without it. So everywhere that you, anyone that is listening is doing that is not letting go of their business or not uh, creating their life based on their business where you're destroying uncreative. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Your business is an entity unto its own. It's like you are not the business. Now, even if you're a massage therapist, you're not, you know, Margie the massage therapist. It's like you're Margie and you actually have a massage therapist business. 
And it's like, and it's the energy that you be when you're actually gifting a, a massage, or a massage, I should say, even though I'm Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and it's like, and the people are receiving that. It's like, it's a service, but it's like, that's not it. If that went away, if you make that vital, if you make your business vital, that means that you will cease to exist if it doesn't exist. Rather than actually seeing the value of your business, that's what I would ask that you actually have a look at. So where have you made your business vital? And everything at that is we, wow, there's a lot of people that actually have made their business vital to make money. Yes. What if your business was for the fun of it and money showed up? And it's like if you make your business, that is the only way you get money. Guess what? You're cutting off all those future possibilities. You're cutting off so much from the whole entire universe if that's your point of view. So that is where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all names, just frozen beyond. Now, what if you could see the value of your business? And it's like, okay, so for me, it's like I've got joy of business and I'm, um, you know, work with access consciousness. And it's like at one very long ago, I was like, okay, so maybe um, maybe joy of business doesn't have to actually exist because I was so busy with access consciousness. And I looked at the energy of it and where the world would be in five years, 10 years, 20 years time if joy of business was not around where it would be if it was around and I went oh well that's an easy choice then it felt way lighter to me to have business but it wasn't based on it being vital and that that's my you know main source or only source of income it was mm-hmm. I saw the value of the tools I saw the value of the books right I saw the value of me giving seminars of doing sessions and it's like with that you create way more space and more um, uh, willingness to receive the possibilities that show up right so we don't go into conclusion or decision around what it means, what our business means. We don't put expectations on our business. But when we start creating and, and really out creating ourselves each and every day and following the things that give us joy, the money will follow. If we keep yeah. following the energy of the joy. Yeah. If you follow the energy and do what you love, it's like money will show up. And one of the things too is to think, so many people, um, like what they're great at, they think has no value is what they can make money from. Mm-hmm. Right. We, well, so in, like, this reality doesn't value something unless it's, it creates income, creates a money. We, we, you know, we take in a lot of people's judgments that it can't be valuable if it doesn't create money. And what if money wasn't the only thing that is valuable? What are you creating? Like, uh, it was a while ago, there was a, um, a lady in uh, Europe that I know, lived in Sweden. And she was sort of struggling with what she was currently having as her business. And she loves taking photos. She's not a trained photographer. She's not, you know, hasn't gone to college right. or anything like that, but she loves taking photos. And I said, why don't you take photos of people? You know, lots of facilitators always need headshots and stuff. So she started doing it and charging, you know, $350 a pop and does really well and loves it. Absolutely and loves, loves it. it. Yeah, so when she loves it, the photos of the people that show up are awesome because she's it's all glowing, you know, for everyone. Yes. And it's like, what if your business is like that? What if you were choosing to do and create something that you love yeah. and the money to show up? Fantastic. We're going to go to one more quick break, Simone, and then we're going to come back and we want to know what's going on with Joy of Business and where you're going to be in the world so we can connect with you. So if you could please stay tuned, we will be right back with Simone Millicis and Joy of Business.
Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking with Simone Millicis, the, co- the worldwide coordinator of Access Consciousness, the founder of Joy of Business, just a really brilliant and fun lady to hang out with. So I'm really glad you're here with me, Simone. And how did this hour just about go by? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) The time flies when you're having joy, too. (laughs) Exactly. So for people to connect with you, www.accessjoyofbusiness.com, and you have your Joy of Business book available there, correct? Yes, I do. Yep, and it's available, like you said before, in audio in my... Aussie accent, and uh-huh. yes, my voice, and it's in audio, and it's also on ebook too, like for Kindle, etc. Yes, you can get it yeah. on Amazon. You can get it at accessconsciousness.com um, website too. Sorry. Excellent. And Simone also has some free gifts that you can take advantage of and start to enjoy uh, everything that she shares in the world on her website, accessjoyofbusiness.com forward slash free dash gifts, which is wonderful. So, Simone, where are you? Um, I know you're in Australia right now. Where is Joy of Business Next going to be venturing out to? Uh, I've actually got a... What have I got on? I'm just thinking I'm going to Texas, I'm going to Vancouver, but I'm not doing any Joy of Business there. I will be doing a class in London. London, in England? Uh, yes, London, England. <laughs> and um, and then also in Italy, but I'm then I'm doing some not till June next year. I'm doing some two day classes, one in London again, and one in Milan in Italy. So if you ever wanted to come to Milan in Italy, now's the time. Or London. <laughs> so is that so, in 2015? No, no, that's this year in June. Oh, okay. 
Yes, yeah. and we've got to get you into Canada, into Toronto, one of these times. We're going to get that. We are. Well, I was meant to come and you were graciously hosting me. But this is the interesting thing, too, is I had to cancel it. And it's like we're, you know, I'm going to Ireland, to Dublin, to open up another company there. And that's also something you've got to look at with business, too. It's like the willingness to have the inconsistency and the change to acquire it, like what's going to create more. So always ask your business, too, what is going to create more? So right. I know I will get to Canada. I get so many requests about going to Canada. So it will happen. It will so happen. You can also buy, I've got a two-day class that you can buy that I did live stream from Australia in December, which is great. I had so much fun. So that's, that's available too. And I've got telecalls coming up. So you can check out accessjoyofbusiness.com and there's a whole bunch of things there that are coming up. And you also have a Facebook page for Joy of I Business. I have a Facebook, yes. Yes. Right. Joy of Business with Simone Millicis is the full name of it. And, um, okay, we do have one question um, from one of our callers here. Mickey is in the chat room, and she said, how do you juggle the doing to meet the bills and creating other income streams from what you love doing? So a couple of things within that. Um, to juggle what you're doing to meet the bills, it's like, that would sort of indicate to me that um, that you have a point of view, maybe that you like. Do you want to? Do you think you have to do it yourself? And it's like, mm -hmm. what if you didn't have to do everything yourself? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean going and hiring someone or hiring a whole team of people, but ask the question: What else can I add to my business, and what else can I add to my life? Now, this is another question that seems to freak people out, like the same as the ten percent when they're like, "But my life's already so busy." Ask the question. What else can I add to my life and what else can I add to my business? Because the thing is, it could be anything that shows up. It could be, you know, an easier program to use on your computer or it could be, you know, I don't know, someone picks up your mail. It's like, you know, every Tuesday or something. It could be anything that's added to your business. It's like if you ask it as a question and not as an answer or conclusion or the place of thinking, oh, my gosh, my to-do list is going to get longer, ask mm -hmm. it and be willing to receive what shows up. And have a look at the doing things, like how many judgments do you go to of what you did get done today or what you didn't get done today. So, and each day, you know you have those days and you're like, you're like, oh my God, I've got so much done this morning, it was brilliant, you know, and you're in the office or whatever and it's, and then another day you come in, you're like, oh, it's like the time is dragging and it's like you haven't really got much done and it's like, so ask, and it's like, okay, so what's required of me today? Maybe what's required today is going for a long walk or I'm just about to say long walk on the beach, a long walk in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Going skiing, you know what I mean? It's like for me when I ride my bike, when I walk on the beach or, you know, even ski, any of those things, I always come back so energized and I'm like, oh, and I, cause I thought about this, 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 and this, and this, you know. And it's like, so it sort of like gets your creative juices flowing. So please look at the energy of each day and each moment and ask, okay, so what is it that I could institute today that would create the most? Mm -hmm. And with the um, creating other income streams, just keep asking questions. It's like, okay, so what other revenues could I create? I mean, I was talking to Brendan, my partner, a uh, couple of days ago. He books all the travel for Gary and Dane who, you know, are the main peeps in Access Consciousness, and there's a hell of a lot of travel. And he also books mine and books his. And I said to him, why don't you check out what it takes to get a travel agent's license <laughs> and see what that could work with that. And it's like, because I know that people have had that from, and you get offered really good deals and all this sort of stuff, 
So we asked our assistant to start researching it, but that's just one thing, and it could happen or not happen. But right. it's like, what is it that you are currently already doing that if you added to it could create a revenue stream? Right. Well, that's interesting because since since starting doing what you've been suggesting in the books and what Access has been doing, um, I've now moved from doing a, a radio show, like hosting a radio show like I am now, to producing radio shows. Nice. And if you'd have told me, you know, six months, a year ago, ten years ago, I would be doing that, I'd be like, what are you talking about? That's not what I do. You know, how we, we, we over-identify what it is that we do, yes. which actually is a limitation. Yes. Thank you for saying that. So everybody listening and everybody who listens to this in the future or whatever that is, can you please destroy and uncreate everything that you decided that you do that is you, that's your image, Everything that that is, times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all natural, boys and beyond. I mean, one of my favorite stories is um, Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's like his business became successful. He kept out this recipe for chicken, right? And yeah. he, his business, he became successful, I think, at the age of 82. Now, most yeah. people would think that they should be retired and, I don't know, traveling around in a caravan or lying on a couch, you know, drinking tea. It's right. like, but he just kept going. He became successful and died a couple of years. So it's like, what if you could change anything? What if you could be anything? It's like whatever you're currently doing doesn't have to be what you're doing for the rest of your life. You can change it. Mm-hmm. And and you could try it on like you try on a winter coat. And if it doesn't fit anymore, you can take it off. And you can try something exactly. else. Exactly. I mean, there was a guy that I knew lived in Santa Barbara, California, and he was an access consciousness facilitator. And, you know, truthfully, he wasn't, he, he was a great, he was very aware, but he didn't really like hanging out with people. And it wasn't working for him. And I remember Gary asked him what he really liked doing, and he said, I, I love landscaping. He's now got a business called Conscious Landscaper, and he loved it because he gets to play with plants all day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but he didn't think that that was what he could create a business from. So what is it that you love? I mean, I don't know, like it was funny the other day I was talking to Brendan as well, my partner, who's a fantastic cook. And because I'm always thinking about these and different things, and I was like, you know, because I was looking at someone going, it's interesting that they're, at the moment, someone I know is like, oh, there's nothing out there for me. And it's like, but you create it. Talking to him saying, you know, if Joe's business didn't exist, if access consciousness didn't exist, what could we create? And I came up with all these ideas. He makes these like amazing, you know, salts or something like that. And I was like, you could make all these different salts and sell them at the market or, you know, create a um, a business that delivers gourmet to people rather than, I don't know, it's like, gosh, you have these, you know, meals on wheels. Just because you're old doesn't mean that you want to eat crap food. So, but, you know, it's like, is it going to occur? I have no idea. Might It might occur in 30, 40 years. I don't know. But it's like, if you have these ideas, get a little book and write them down. And then every now and then, get your book, open it up and go, oh, is it for now or the future? And ask a question. Because it's like you never know when a possibility can show up. Mm-hmm. Don't squish your ideas. Because you have a zillion of them. Right. And the universe is always contributing ideas to us. If It's, it's whether we are really listening, really paying attention to what's trying to speak to us. And because we yeah. constantly are going into conclusion, like that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. Or and, and you come up, you might be one of those people who has a great idea that instituting is not your forte. So find someone. Right. 
So come up with the idea and have someone else do the instituting, but you're the actual. I mean, you just have to do, and so many people um, back off from business or are afraid to enter into business because they think they have to do everything themselves. And it's like, you don't. It's like, you have to be aware of everything. And that's what I would ask, is that you become aware of everything. You don't have to do your filing. You don't have to answer the phone. You don't have to do your bookkeeping. You don't have to do, you know, you know, pay all your bills or whatever. It's like, you can get people to do that stuff, but be aware of it. Don't avoid anything in business. If you avoid something in business, you'll end up destroying it. Right. So you've got to be aware of what your profit and loss statement is, or aware of how much your you know, expenses are and your income, etc. And mm-hmm. how you're, I mean, so many, like, I used to import from India and Nepal, uh, Thailand, etc. And I'd meet people over there and they'd be like, because I would, you know, get different things made up, I'd design them, etc. And then, you know, bring them back to Australia. And I used to sell them at markets on the weekends. And then I got into wholesaling, so I would wholesale. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I would meet people over there, like in India, and they'd be like, this is a great idea. And they'd buy like a whole bunch of bedspreads or something. And it was interesting to me because they never looked at the whole way through. I was like, where are you going to sell them? So if people come up with these great ideas, do you need a salesperson to go with it? If you do, right. ask for a salesperson to show up. You know, right. or ask for a connector, someone who's going to connect and find that for you. So maybe you're great at graphic art, artistry or something like that. And it's like, okay, so who can find you the business? Right. Okay, so we're just about out of time, Simone. This is brilliant. I'm going to have you back again in the future. We're going to keep expanding on this if, you're, if you would love to play with us. What I do want to reiterate to all of our listeners, whether you're listening live or you're listening in the pod room, is I'm going to send out the three-month challenge, and I would love to hear from people on the Inspired Choices page how they're doing. Let's do this together. Let's really start to create a change in the world by challenging ourselves for three months to honor ourselves first. And uh, what a difference can we make and can we actually be the contribution for other people? And then the other thing I'd like to challenge everyone is to start accepting. Accepting compliments, accepting money, accepting whatever it is that wants to be gifted to us without an excuse, without a decision or conclusion. And really start to see what is fun and let's see what we can follow. Simone, you've been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so very, very much. And I will see you hopefully in Italy. Cool. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Christine, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that